Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Only Yesterday. The starring players... This is Loretta Young. And this is Joseph Cotton. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in Universal Pictures' motion picture success, Only Yesterday, from the book by Frederick Lewis Allen. It stars Loretta Young as Mary Lane and Joseph Cotton as Jim Emerson. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in Only Yesterday. October 29th, 1929. The day that Wall Street will never forget. Prices tumbling, fortunes crashing. Rich men that morning, ruined and hopeless that night. Jim Emerson, head of a famous Wall Street firm, is one of those men. Alone in his study, he stares somberly at the revolver on his desk. Slowly his hand moves toward it. Slowly his fingers tighten on the trigger... Slowly, he lifts the gun. Yes? It's Benson, sir. I know you didn't want to be disturbed, Mr. Emerson, but... Why, I beg your pardon, sir. What's the matter? That gun on your desk, sir. I mean... Just cleaning it. What do you want? A young boy just brought this letter, sir. It's marked personal and urgent. I thought it might be important. You can leave it. Yes, sir. The boy says he was told to wait, sir. Will there be an answer? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Quite right, sir. I'll uh, have him wait outside. Hmm. Funny way to do up a letter. All this sealing wax and tape looks more like a manuscript. Oh, well. A few minutes more can't make much difference. Might as well read it. Let's see. To you who will not remember me, but whom I can never forget... You need not be worried by what I write. I ask for nothing. No love, no pity, no atonement, nothing. And yet I must write. This one and only time I must speak to you, darling. To you who has never known me, and whom I have never ceased to love. I say you never knew me, you never did. Not even when we met. Oh, yes, we met. The first time when you came to Norfolk to visit friends you'd known at college... I was only 14 then. Of course you didn't notice me. A shy, gawky adolescent girl. You didn't notice how I trembled when you accidentally touched my hand. Or how I colored when you looked at me. But you did look at me. And smiled. And in that single dot of time, the mere breath between two moments, a little half-grown girl became a woman. 
A woman who was to love you all her life? I loved you even then with my whole heart. But five years passed before I spoke to you. Remember, Jim, it was during the war. You were stationed at the training camp near town, and we were entertaining officers at the country club. Say, if these girls are a sample of what this town is like, I'm going to change my address after the war. What do you mean, war? If this is war, Sherman was off his nut. <laughs> Another cocktail, Jim? That's for me. Oh, excuse me. Lieutenant James Emerson. I'm Emerson. Well, I'm supposed to look after you, and... Uh, well, the orchestra's playing. Shall we dance? Uh, why not? <laughs> you know, I certainly am in luck having you take care of me. Oh. Why didn't I ever meet you before? Shh, don't say that. What have I done? Well, uh, you see this card? It says Lieutenant James Emerson, me. Uh-huh. And the other side? Miss Amy Breckenridge. You? No. No? No, I'm Mary Lane. You see, we're supposed to take care of the officers whose name was on our card. But I traded Amy, my captain, for you. Uh, showing you have no proper respect for rank. <laughs> but why did you? Because I wanted to be with you. Did you tell Amy that? Well, not exactly. She thinks you and I know each other very well. What gave her that idea? I did. What? And I wore some flowers last week, too. Flowers, too? From me? Yes. <laughs> Say, how long has this been going on? Five years. Have I been sending you flowers for five years? Oh, no, no. I mean, it's been five years since we met. Well, uh, it's all fine with me, but uh, look, I, I think we'd better go out on the porch and get this all straightened out. All right. You see, it was at Mrs. Talbot's party when you visited here five years ago. And I met you then? Yes. Well, I don't think you noticed me. I was only 14, of course. But I gave you a sandwich. That was nice of you. And I saw you once afterwards when you were campaigning for President Wilson. You made a speech. Oh, it was a beautiful speech. I'll never forget the way you said, he's the only man who can keep us out of war. <clears throat> Swell guesser, wasn't I? <laughs> well, it was the way you said it. You were so sincere and so handsome, too. I tried to buy a picture of you, but they only had the ones of President Wilson and Vice President Marshall. Oh, you darling. Oh. Hmm? I said, oh. And I, I asked, hmm. Oh, please, you really mustn't kiss me. Well, why not? You, you can't say you haven't known me long enough. Five years, that's, that's enough for one kiss, especially such a little one. Perhaps we'd better go inside. You really want to? No. Then come on, let's walk. There's a lot of things about you I'd like to know. Now I can tell you, Jim, in this letter, the things I thought as we walked that night. I said to myself, all the rest was a dream. Nothing but this moment was real. This, this is real. I'm walking with him, and he's smiling at me. You did smile at me, Jim. But I didn't know then what I came to know later, that your eyes were always the same for any woman, warm and melting. I only knew that I was happy, just being there with you in the night. It's perfect, isn't it? Air like wine, Virginia moonlight, a girl like you. In another minute, I'm going to be in love with you. Oh, please don't lie to me. Lie to you? But this is the most delightful, surprising, enchanting. Oh, oh my sweet. Oh, five years. I've loved you for five years. <laughs> Three, Jim. 
making any noise. <laughs> Who's making any... Oh, oh, oh. oh, be careful. That, that wasn't me, Mary, honest. That, that was that last cocktail. Shh. Dad and Mother must be sound asleep. Mm. I've never been out this late before. Sorry. Oh, no, no, I'm glad. For everything? For everything. <laughs> well, what are we whispering about? We're married, aren't we? Let's go in and tell them. Oh, do you think we should? I, I mean, tonight? Oh, but Jim, It might I... be a shock to them like this. I really ought to meet them first. Oh. I, I mean, when there's no cocktails stumbling all over the place. Well, if you think so. Jim, when will you get away from camp? When am I going to see you again? Saturday night, my next sleeve, unless I go A-W-O-L, and oh. I might. <laughs> and you do. You do. You do love me, don't yeah, you? I do, I do, I do, I do. And oh. there's a kiss for every question. Cheer up, sweet. <laughs> it's only till Saturday. Only till Saturday. Only a million years, that's all. What's happened to your appetite, Mary? I declare you've scarcely eaten a thing. <laughs> Had too good a time at the dance last night, eh, Mary? Oh, it was a marvelous <laughs> dance, Dad. Was your partner nice? Oh, yes. Yes, he was very nice, Mother. He's a lieutenant. He's very tall and dark and... Well, he's quite good-looking and... Oh, oh, someone's at the door. Oh. The cook will answer it. Oh, Mary, will your officer be coming to the house? Oh, of course, Mother, on Saturday when he gets his leave. Good morning, everybody. Oh, hello, Amy. Hello. Come in. Have a hot waffle? No, thanks, Mrs. Lane. I'm too excited to eat... Have you heard the news? What news? The men at the camp are leaving. They're going across. This morning? Yes, the orders from Washington came all of a sudden. Going across. What? Mary, what's wrong, dear? Uh, oh, excuse me, Mother. I, I really don't want any waffles, and I've got to hurry. If you're hurrying to see a certain officer, you might as well stay here. Stay here? Amy, what do you mean? I mean, I just came from the railroad station. I saw him getting on the train. He's gone. <laughs> Jim, if these words you're reading now can tell you how I felt. I never thought of blaming you. I told myself it was your duty. You had to go. It wasn't your fault that they wouldn't let you phone. I told myself I'd hear from you. That you'd write me soon. But you didn't, Jim. I never heard from you again. Even now, I haven't the briefest note of yours, not one single line from you, to whom I gave my life. I waited desperately, despairingly. And soon I knew I must tell my folks, but I couldn't tell them, Jim. And so I ran away to New York. I found a job and worked until, well, until I couldn't anymore. When the time arrived, they came and took me to a hospital. The city hospital, they said it was. What is it, Doctor? A boy. A grand little fellow. I'm glad. Sounds like a celebration. It is. About the biggest one this country's ever had. <laughs> I didn't know my baby would be that important. <laughs> you certainly picked a great day for that boy. They've signed the armistice. The armistice? People are crazy with the news. The war's over. It's over. He'll be coming back. Doctor. Yes? Doctor, please get me out of here as soon as you can. My son has a date to meet his father. That's all I could think of, Jim, that you were coming back. Nothing else mattered. Not even the terrible loneliness in which my son was born. Your son, Jim. And somehow my luck changed when I got out. 
I found a job in a dress shop owned by Julie Murray. She was kind to me, Jim. I told her all about you. She understood. Her faith was just as strong as mine. Something had happened to keep you from writing. And when you saw me again, you'd love me as you loved me that night. Julie and I, we counted the weeks together. Then the days. And then suddenly there were only hours left. Your regiment was back. We were there in that delirious crowd looking for you, trying to find you. Mary, he ought to be in this batch. Can you see him? Not yet, Julie. Maybe he's... There he is! Jim! Jim! Company! Hold! Smith! Quiet, man. Black. Jim, dear. Oh. Oh, Jim. Oh, Hello. It's wonderful to have you back. Yes. Uh, yes, it's wonderful to be back. Oh, Jim. But, oh, Jim, don't you know who I Jimmy am? Jimmy boy! Oh, good oh, old Jim. Blanche. Blanche, honey, how are you? <laughs> I'm just finding for my great big beautiful soldier. Ah, the same old line. Where do we go from here? Oh, everywhere. We'll pick up right from where we left off. The whole gang's waiting. Come on. Let's go. That's good enough for me. Jim. Oh, I couldn't keep up with you, Mary. Have you found him? Where is he? Did he... What's the matter, child? What's happened? He didn't know me, Julia. He didn't recognize me. He shook my hand and... He didn't know who I was. has presented Act One of Only Yesterday, starring Joseph Cotton and Loretta Young. In just a moment, you will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. What do you do when you want to judge the color and texture of a piece of fabric? You take it to the light, don't you? Well, that's exactly the way to judge the condition of your skin. Not in the soft, hazy light of early morning, and not in the flattering artificial light of evening but in the cruel, unrelenting glare of the midday sun. And that's the time to try Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream, too. At noon, when your skin has lost its early morning freshness, and when the light is so bright and sharp that it shows up every tiny line and mark, every smudge of dirt, that's when you'll see a thrilling miracle in your mirror. Here's all you do. It's so very simple. You just rub Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream on your skin. Wipe it off, and in that one operation... You do four exciting, important things for the beauty of your skin. First, Lady Esther Face Cream thoroughly cleans your skin. Second, it softens your skin, loosens and absorbs the dry flakes. Third, it helps nature refine the pores. And fourth, it leaves a smooth, perfect base for powder. A little jar of Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream, the smallest size jar, is all you need to prove what it can do for your skin. Use it just before lunch and see your skin take on an unmistakable look of freshness and clarity. Feel the dryness and tautness slip away. You'll feel so much gayer and more alive. You'll feel so much more sure of yourself as you step out into the brightness of the day. You can say goodbye to all other creams and lotions when you start using Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream. Lady 
Lady Esther presents the second act of Only Yesterday, starring Joseph Cotton as Jim Emerson and Loretta Young as Mary Lane. You'll remember that Jim Emerson has lost his fortune in the Wall Street crash. On the verge of taking his own life, he is interrupted by a letter brought to his home by a little boy. It is later now. Jim is still seated in his study, the gun still at his elbow on the desk, as he continues reading the strange, absorbing letter. Jim, no one will ever know how I felt that moment when you turned away. All my dreams, all the tender little things I'd built up in my mind came crashing down about my life. I don't know how I even managed to get home. Julia tried to help, of course. She insisted that we come to live with her, the boy and I. And she thought up all sorts of excuses for you, Jim. After all, you'd only see me once, that night, and I had changed. My hair was bobbed and my clothes were different. That was why you hadn't recognized me. But in my heart, I knew the truth. I was just one of many for you. It wasn't that you didn't know me now. The truth was, you never knew me. Never thought of me at all. I wasn't complaining, Jim. I didn't then, and I'm not complaining now. But don't you see? I couldn't bring the boy to you. You'd never asked to have a son, and why should I burden your life with his? So I tried to work. I thought that work perhaps might help me to forget. And I did work, but I couldn't forget. It was just about a month later, I think. Mary! Mary, dinner's ready, dear. Come on, honey, I'm hungry enough. What's the idea of the hat and coat? We're eating here. You'll have to excuse me, Julia. I'm going out. Out where? To see Jim. But my dear child... I can't stand it any longer. I'm going to tell him who I am. Isn't this rather a sudden change? Sudden? You know where I was this noon? In front of his office, waiting for him to come out. Hoping he'd see me and remember. Mary, darling. And that wasn't the first time, Julia. There hasn't been a day since he came back that I haven't stood outside his office. Or near his home, hoping that he'd see me. Too proud to go to him and tell him the truth. Well, I'm going to swallow my pride, Julia. I'm going to him and tell him that I love him and... Mary. Oh, I know, Julia. You think I'm out of my mind, don't you? Mary, have you seen this evening's paper? Paper? No, I... Here, you better take a look at it. Front page. Mr. Jane Emerson and his wife, the former Blanche Haynes, sailed today for a... a honeymoon. Oh, Mary, darling. I'm so terribly sorry. Jim, since that night and now when you read these words of mine? Well, some might mark it off in years. I measure it in eternities. And still, even without you, I had to live. There was the boy, you see. I'd named him Jimmy after you. For his sake and not for mine, I had to live. So after a time, I started going out a bit. And there were men who thought me beautiful. Many men. All but you for whom I was waiting. Even Julia couldn't understand that. You're very lovely tonight, Mary. David will be proud of you. Well, he's been looking forward to New Year's Eve. Why, anything special going to happen? I don't know. I've promised to give him his answer tonight. Oh, he's a fine person, Mary. Yes, I know. 
Jimmy wanted to know if he's to have a new father. I promised I'd call him at 12 sharp. Will you have him up? Well, of course I will. Now remember, David loves you a great deal, Mary. You'd never have any reason to be sorry. David loved me. And who knows what my answer might have been if fate hadn't interfered again. It was at the St. Regis, remember? There were eight or ten of us. We were being very gay. And then I saw you. And you looked up just then and caught me staring. You smiled. I smiled back. And then you sent the waiter with a note scrawled on the corner of a menu card. It said, I'm leaving. Join me. And I did, Jim. I left my friends without explaining why and went to you. Because you'd smiled and beckoned. Well, this is it. Like it? Well, it's very nice. Whose place is it? Mine, of course. I'll fix some drinks. Oh, but this isn't where you live. Yes, it... Well, what makes you to say that? Well, I... I never saw a place so completely without the feminine touch. Well, as a matter of fact, this is where I live. The other place is where I sleep and eat and get my mail. Oh. And your wife? I'm afraid she approves. There are so many she'd rather see than me. Ready for one of my special mixtures? Thank you. There it is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, I'm sorry. May I use your phone? Certainly, it's right there. Thank you. Operator, I want Sacramento 7682. Yes, please. Want me to disappear while you talk? No. I warn you, I'll listen. I don't mind. Hello? Is that you, darling? Happy New Year. <laughs> no, that's all, dear. No, absolutely nothing else. Yes, of course, you'd be the first to know. Yes, darling. Good night. Oh, it sounded quite intimate. Was it a man? Yes. I'm jealous. He wouldn't be jealous of you. He'd be glad I was here. You are the strangest person. Who are you? All right, all right. Leave it all to guessing. Leave me in the dark, but I don't care. I'm not afraid of the dark. Are you? Oh, how can it be dark when you're as happy as this? Oh, you darling. Funny the way things happen, isn't it? I was expecting the usual stupid New Year's Eve, and then... Well, I wouldn't even have dared dream it, because... Well, this is, I, I give you my word, this is the most delightful, surprising, enchanting... You must have said that so many times. I mean it all. You're lovely. Oh, to hear you say that. Lovely. To hear you say it just like that. Yes, it is worth a lifetime, I think. Jim, to put on paper all the things I dreamed as I left you that night. I was so sure you'd phone, so certain that you'd recognized me. And I was glad I'd waited for you all those years. And now, I was waiting again. Because you didn't phone. You never did. I should have called you, perhaps. But it's too late now. I'm ill. The doctor looks so grave and serious. He doesn't say very much, but I pretty well know how things are. Why don't you try to sleep a little? Julia, tell me the truth. You've uh, phoned the boarding school for Jimmy to come home. Well, what of it? He'd like to see you. It's hopeless, then. Oh, now that's no way to talk. Julia. Yes? Uh, Julia, in the drawer of the night table, there's a letter. Uh, will you give it to me and a pen? 
Mary, do you think you oh, should? Oh, please, most of it's written already. There isn't much more. And now it's time to say goodbye, Jim. When you receive this, I shall be gone, but your son will be there. He'll bring this to you. You must not feel you owe him any duty, Jim, because I've provided for him and Julia loves him. But still, I feel I have no right denying you the privilege of this one last choice. Goodbye, my darling. I can call you mine now. I can even write them now. The words I didn't speak last New Year's Eve. I love you, Jim, as I have loved you always. Mary. Mr. Emerson, sir. Yes, Benson. Begging your pardon, sir. About the gun, I mean. I got to thinking. I'm quite familiar with firearms, sir. I could clean it if you wish. Oh, don't worry about it, Benson. Yes, sir. And the boy, sir. He's still waiting outside. Yes. yes, the boy. Send him in, Benson. I'd like to meet my son. Thank you, Miss Young and Mr. Cotton, for appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Only Yesterday. We are happy to contribute our services, Mr. Bradley, knowing that the benefits from these programs go to support the country house and clinic of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. We all know how important the activities of the fund are to our industry. And now, before we tell you about next week's show, there's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Young. A little while ago, I made a promise to my listeners. I promised you a miracle in your mirror. Well, I repeat that promise. If you want to do something really exciting for your appearance, and at the same time, prove that Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream is the most beautifying face cream you've ever used, just get a little jar and try it. Try it at noon, and see how wonderfully refreshed you feel, how much more sure of yourself. You see, by the middle of the day, your skin has lost its early morning freshness, and is beginning to look a little dull and smudged, a little dirty. And the light is so bright and sharp, too, in the middle of the day, that it shows up every tiny mark and blemish in your skin, every speck of dust. So use Lady Esther four-purpose face cream just before going out to lunch. It takes no more time than powdering your nose. You just rub it on, wipe it off, and watch what happens in your mirror. Your skin looks so much better that it's almost impossible to put it into words. It takes on a look of radiant, glowing new beauty. Even in the revealing light of the sun, it looks immaculately fresh and glamorous. That's the miracle I promise you when you try Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream tomorrow at noon. Yes, you can say goodbye to all other creams and lotions when you start using Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present Holy Matrimony. 
It will star Faye Bainter and Frank Morgan. Be sure to listen. Loretta Young is soon to be seen starring in Walter Wanger's universal production, Ladies Courageous. Joseph Cotton, the star of America, Ceiling Unlimited, appeared on this program by special arrangement with David O. Selznick. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. For economy's sake, get the largest size of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and the larger size of Lady Esther face powder. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.